Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. It's good to see you this morning. Smile at your neighbor. Amen. It makes them feel better. It makes you feel better. Come on. Let them know you're excited today, man, that they're sitting near you today. Just, just smile. Do a big smile. It goes a long ways. But I'm glad you're here. And I, I love it. I love when the Lord sends us folks who may be hanging out with us, worshiping with us for the first time. And it could be right here in the house with us. It could be at home on our online family. But if you're new here, we just want to welcome you. So, Faith family, would you welcome all of our first-time guests today? Come on. Yeah. I love that. Come on. I like that excitement. Praise God. That is so good. But it is. It is good. We're just glad you're here. And if you're just a faithful part of this house, week in, week out, again, we couldn't do what we do without you. Uh, you're so valuable. You're so needed. I told someone the other day, I was having a conversation. I said, we have the, the greatest uh, teams, dream teams of anyone I've ever seen. I, I tell you, I just love it. I'm just so thankful. And so we love uh, helping you get connected and become a part of those teams. And uh, again, those teams are valuable because of people like you. So again, if you'd love to be a part of that, like to get connected, you can stop by Connect there in the back. You can click on the Next Steps link uh, on our devices that we have. So again, just uh, do that. Let us know again uh, if you'd like to become a part of that. And we do a we do what we call Faith Track around here every other month, and it's just again just a way to get plugged in and connected, learn more about us, and so again even learn more about you. So it's going to be a good time. But if you're with us today again, first time, just make yourself at home. Again, I'm glad you're here, and um, I just uh, it hasn't hit yet, but if I start preaching and you start smelling barbecue this morning, um, that's not the glory, and that's not the anointing of the, the message. It's, uh, the, the Faith Kids Ministry is doing a fundraiser today, and so again, uh, this is usually, and again, it usually hits about 11 a.m. service. 9 a.m. is not usually too bad, um, uh, but the 11 a.m., it's hard to preach at 11 a.m., I'm telling you, it's hard to preach at 11 a.m. when we do barbecue fundraisers. Because it's just like I'm competing with that drawing of, of the thing. So, but again, uh, if you smell that, try to just let it go and just receive the word today. But um, again, if you haven't signed up, want to be a part of that, maybe extra. I don't know how that. You can see Faith Kids on that. But um, I'm glad you're here. But if you're here with us today, grab your Bible if you would. Anybody bring their sword to church? Come on, yeah. Hey, man, I love your excitement. Do this. Turn with me, if you would, to Luke chapter 17. Luke chapter 17 is where we're going to be at today. And um, as you turn there, uh, you may be turning pages. You may be tapping your screen, whatever it is that you use. Um, you can also, if you use the YouVersion Bible app, um, we use that here at Faith Renewed. Uh, really cool app if you don't have that, even just to get on your own time reading Scripture. It's always on your mobile device if you download that app. But if you'll click more on that app and then events, you can actually follow right along uh, there on, with me. And so I invite you to do so. But Luke chapter 17, it'll also be on the screen. Verses 11 through 19, if you're there already, say, I'm there already. Now, I'm waiting on you, Pastor. All right, waiting on you. Amen. It says it like this. It says, now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. This he is Jesus. All right. That's who we're speaking of. It says, then as he, Jesus, entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. 
And as they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. That was out of the ordinary because, again, they had to keep their distance. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. Ah, I love that. So as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, imagine this for a moment. He sees that he's healed. The only one out of the ten, as he saw that he was healed, oh man, returned and with a loud voice glorified God, fell down on his face at his feet, giving thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Like he was the one like you wouldn't expect to do this. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Your translation may have the word whole. I like that one. I think that's a pretty good translation. But your faith has made you whole. Let's pray. I'm going to talk about it this morning. So, Father, we just so blessed. We're so honored. We're humbled that, Lord, you allow us, Lord, and you've given us freedoms and the liberties that you've given us, Lord, to gather, to come in to this place, Lord, to, to gather as family, to gather in communities and homes, Lord, even through our social media and through our online family. And we just pray, Lord, today, God, that as your word goes forth, Lord, it'll do what you said it would do, God. It would accomplish it would do what it was set forth to do, God. And I believe today, God, that word wants to heal and make whole your people. And I thank you for it today, God, for what you're going to do. You get the glory. You get the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name. Would you say it? Amen. Amen. I love that. Amen. I want you to do me a favor for me. If, if you would, and, and in sincerity, I, look at your neighbor. And, and I, I say that a lot because we, we just like to look at our neighbors right here if you ain't figured that out. But, uh, but I, I want you to ask them a question. I, and I, I want you to just in sincerity say, how are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want you, I, I'm going I'm to give you a second. And, and I want you at home, if you're part of our online community right now, as they do this in the room, I'm asking you, how are you? Would you, would you tell us? I mean, just again, I want you just to drop a comment and, and let us know whatever it is that you're watching on this morning. Drop a comment. Let us know. How are you? Mm. Hmm. Those, um, those three words uh, are important today, and it's actually the title of my message, and again, a little bit different flow today as I ask a question, and, um, and as today as we're just kind of just throwing it out there, I, that, that kind of gets asked a lot. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. It gets asked a lot. It, this is, hey, how are you? What's up, bro? How are you doing? How, how are you? And, and I think a lot of times, you know, we just kind of just throw that out there, just kind of nonchalant, not... Not really maybe meaning to ask them that in like in actually caring. Sometimes you may ask. I, I think it's pretty cool like when you actually have those who are like are serious. Like they're waiting for an answer. Like they're not like, oh, how are you? And you're sitting there like, I was getting ready to tell you, bro. You, I'm looking at your backside. No, I, I, I'm okay. And you're like, no, I mean, this, you know what I'm talking about. But like they like, they stay there. And they ask the question like, how are you? Who? 
Um, I, I was thinking about that this week, and um, if, if you church folk, you know, uh, like me, I was church folk, man, I mean all the way, but nine years before I got here um, and, and popped out, I, I was in church, I always been in church, and so if you're, if you're in church, like if you like me, like you in church, you know church, you answer those questions sometimes like churchy. I'm blessed and highly favored, my brother. <laughs> so I hit home with somebody. I say that. I said the front row losing it up here. Uh, I'm blessed and highly favored of the Lord. And uh, my son-in-law said that today. And again, and we are. You ain't wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. Come on. I'm, I'm, I say that, bro. You are right. But sometimes that's not true. Ooh. Uh, yeah, sometimes that's just not true. Um, and, and this how are you question and how we answer that is critical. Uh, and we're in a series right now, if you don't know, uh, and I'm, I'm probably like super excited about this series. Uh, it's called Relationship Goals. And um, I'm like, man, I probably, like, it's wild. Like I get it in a series. I'm like, man, it's the most excited I've been in a series. And then like we, finish, we get further in that series. Like this is my favorite. Then we start another. I'm like, man, this is my favorite. I'm like, this is just cool how the word of God just kind of like just does things in your heart. Like, But I am, I'm, I'm super excited about this series. And like last week, we kind of like made a statement. And um, um, and it was important. I, I said it was like foundational to this series. Like this is one of those, like if you were not here, I'm, when I say this, sometimes I'm just throwing it out here to be honest. But I'm like seriously when I say, like if you were not here, please go listen to that message. It's on all our platforms that you can find on social media. And, and I want you to get that message in your heart. Matter of fact, I, I would encourage you like maybe like a few weeks in, listen to it again because it's foundational. And it was just simply a statement of three words also that you are loved. Now, like that, that is so important that we understand that. And I gave you a few things that day that we, it was, we looked about and, and thought about those words that, first of all, we learned that God, he just simply is love. That's cool about God, that that's who he is. We learned also that in God is one of those like who so loved. The Bible says that he so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever, like this is who, whoever, he like so loved. That's what he does. And then it came to the place where I said like you have to get this. Like in relationship goals, like you have to understand this above everything else that God loves you. Tell your neighbor, like, he loves you. Like, he really does. Like, I think that is so awesome to think about that God loves you. Now, that's, again, it's foundational. It's huge because we need to know that, and it's going to affect how we answer this question because I'm going to ask you right now, and you don't have to say a word back, but I want you to seriously think about the answer. How are you? <laughs> like, how are you? Like, I'm just going to be honest. I, I, I'm not a big fan of like fake church stuff. Um, never been. Uh, like, just never been one of those things. I don't think God's a big fan of fake church. I don't think that. He's like, really? 
I'm like, you're, this is you on Sunday? Like, who is this person? Like, you ever thought, like, sometimes, like, man, does he ever look at you on Sunday and, like, think, like, wait a minute. Like, I don't recognize this one, man. Who is this guy? You know, I don't mean, I don't want that for my life. I, I hope, man, that when he sees me on Monday and, and, and Tuesday, he's like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. He looks the same. And, and, but, but what happens, and again, is, is sometimes because the church has put pressure on you, We've kind of like made you have to be fake a lot of times because if you got real and if we asked you the question like, how are you? And you were like, put it all out there how you really were? Be like, my bad, dude. I didn't mean it was my bad. I was just as it was just a little statement. I wasn't serious. I didn't really. No, no, no. But like, this is huge. Like, that we see this. Like, I really believe this. Like, the church, like, if any place we should be real, it's right here. And it's the place we're most fake. And I'm like, man, I don't want that. And, and so many of you have grabbed that because it is a culture we're trying to create here where we can be honest and real. And I believe this is when you get real that you can get healed. And, and, and we've, we've watched it happen. It's like beautiful. And I'm talking about, man, of the stories and things that you've heard come out of this house by the grace and the, and the favor of God and how good he is to us. Listen, it's amazing. But those people were like, got healed because honestly, they came to a place where they they got very real. And like, this is one of those things for us to where like, we have to understand like this question that we see here, that this is so important that we understand that this question is going to hinge upon as, as much so now as the fact that we're loved by God, it's going to hinge just as much now that you understand and answer this question today, how are you? Now, because this is going to be critical, because in every relationship that you have, there's a common denominator. You. Hmm. <laughs> Come on. Some of y'all been waiting on all week for that revelation right there. That was the, the Holy Spirit gave me that in, in a quiet time. No, I'm like, no, like that's, like that's serious. Like in, in, in every relationship that you experience, that you have in your life, there's one common denominator in that relationship. You. Wow. It's it's you. And so like, and it was wild because even last week's message and this week's message were were not even things that I was going to really get into. Didn't have any plans to go there. I was super excited again about relationship goals and and because we're going to be digging into like marriage and and family and community. Parent, it's going to, like I told you, it's going to get kind of iffy and it's going to get kind of tough sometimes. But, but But what we have to see first of all is like, man, like if we're not right, we're going to carry that into those relationships that we enter. And when we do that, a lot of times if we don't recognize it and maybe see that it was us, then we start throwing blame. You don't have to say it, man. You don't have to. I know. It's, I told you. It's okay. We're going to have those moments where it's going to be like, should I say a man or should I just like, no, not say a word. It's okay. But, like, that's what happens a lot of times. Like, if we don't see this and get this right with us, if our heart's not right, if we're not whole, like, if we're not into the place to where, like, we understand what God wants to do in us first, we're going to carry then that to every relationship that we have. And then we start doing this, like, man, this relationship's no different than the last one. You were the common denominator. 
I was the common denominator. Let me put myself in there. Pastor, you were the common. Because just when some of you think, man, he's talking, he's trying to, no, listen, it's us. It's just us. Like, because this is what happens. And we, we, we do this so, so many times. And, and, and what I don't want to do, don't, don't grab this message today and like, may, maybe kind of like somehow in your mind, like the enemy, they, hey, everything's just going to revolve around you. That's not what I'm saying. Please, if you know anything about this church, like we're like, man, we got to get on a cross and crucify ourselves like Jesus did. Lay our life down for him, follow him, serve him, do that sort of thing and, and live the way that he did. That's what we want to do. But I do believe this is important that we see how important it is that we understand that we need to be whole first. So we're not focusing like everything's going to revolve around you. No, everything revolves around the gospel. Everything around here revolves around Jesus and what he did for us. But what he did do on the cross was, was to die and give his life to make you whole. Like fully, like whole. Like in the, and it's wild because as I've studied this message this week, like, I'm like, man, this is wild. Like, there's a difference in the nine and the one. There is, there's like, we're going to see that, like, man, there is like, the Greek words are different. Like, two different words, like, you, that you see nine were healed, one was whole. I'm going, man, hold on, it's kind of, so I started pulling that stuff up, digging in, like, diving in. I was like, man, no, it's just like, no, no, there's a difference. Something happened in the one that didn't happen in the nine. Now, I'm not going to, like, man, somehow think that I know all that happened, I'm not going to like get up here and tell you, like, man, I have the fully inside scoop and everything that I'm saying right now is just, not, not that, but something happened. Yeah. Huge, like a very big deal. Like something happened to the mind where it said, like when they were, were laying this all out for us to read it, it was like, man, they used two different words. They were like, man, these nine got healed, but this dude got whole. Like, man, there was a difference. And so, again, we have to see and understand, like, man, how important it is. Because I was, I want to jump on in and, like, man, talk about marriage. But, like, man, again, if we jump in and we start talking about marriage and we're not right. Whoo. Come on. You know, I mean, we're talking about, man, wanting to jump in about how we parent our kids and how we do family and we do life together as a church. But, again, if we're not right, we're bringing that to the table. And again, what happens a lot, and it's just easy to do, we shift the blame. And so again, what we want to do today is just come to him, look to him, and, and answer this question as honest as we can. Like as just honest and as neutral as we can, just answer the question like, how am I really? Like, how am I really? Because we, we see this here, and, I, and just to break down this, some of you are like thinking like if you're on version, you see like five like questions down here, you're like, man, he ain't got to the first one yet. And some of y'all are getting worried because you're smelling the barbecue now and I'm having to compete. I can smell it now. It hit me. Woo, a glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And so, but, but again, it's okay. Those are for the end. So, okay. All right. So we're just going to hit those quick at the end. So I just want to talk for a little bit and let's kind of just spend some time looking at this. So let's look at our text. I, I believe there are like so many life lessons from this story. And I'm talking about men. It's amazing that how many life lessons are from this story. And I encourage you each week, like when I read a story to you, share the scripture with you, to like go back and, and look at it yourself. Listen to what the Holy Spirit speaks to you, what he says to you also again. But, but I love this here, and there are so many things. One of the first things that I kind of I thought about in this, and, and a lot of times I think I have overlooked it until this series, is first of all, we see something in the story. It's pretty cool. A lot of times we've seen in the scriptures, in these stories, of people with leprosy, a lot of times they're by themselves. 
And I, I think it's, I think it's uh, pretty cool to me in this story that we see something here that, listen, these guys with leprosy, they were not alone. Because I think what happens a lot of times, like what the enemy can do and how he can get in our heads and, and sometimes like make us feel like we're the only one who doesn't have it together. We're looking at everybody else. But remember, for week one, we're just seeing the Instagram picture. We're not seeing everything behind the scenes. We're not seeing the, what, what's really happening. And, and so, again, we're not really seeing it. So, again, we look at their picture. We look at their life. We sometimes look down the row and we see them and we're thinking, man, I'm the only one messed up on this whole row. I've got good news for you today, I guess. Um, yes, good news. Uh, you're not alone. <laughs> All right. I mean, like, I mean, I, I say that because, again, I sit there and I, I understand, too, that, that sometimes, again, we can feel like in our brokenness that we're alone. But, but what I, I think is, and it's, it's pretty cool, is that we're seeing even in this brokenness, there's a place for community and there is such a need for it. Like, it's huge that we see, again, these guys. I believe what may have kept these guys from going ahead and giving up their life and maybe taking their own and, and, and doing things, again, that were unthinkable and, and that were just kind of in a tragedy sometimes. I think maybe one of the things that kept them going is that they realized, they looked around and said, well, at least I'm not by myself. I want, you, I want to say something to you this morning. If you're having struggles today, you're not alone. Like you're not even alone in this room. Some people are like, man, it's out there in the world. Somebody else is, no, 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 like right here, on the row, like right here today. Like, so, so today we're seeing something here. I, I think it's so important that we see, but it's important like they, were, they, they understood some community. So that was neat to me. That was cool that that stood out again, that these guys, they were hurting. As they were hurting, they were not by themselves. And listen, it is the last place you need to be when you're hurting is by yourself. And that is the first place the enemy wants to take you. Oh, man, it's the first place. He wants to pull you out of community. He wants to pull you out, maybe isolate you, put you by yourself. But what we see here is so important that we understand. But what these guys had was, was a very serious situation. It was a very serious condition. It was leprosy. Now, this is important about leprosy. A, a lot of times you can read the, the stories, man, and you read about leprosy. It's like, man, like their limbs fall off is some of the stuff you read. And, and it's like, wow. But I, I, I was like studying this because I was like, did that like really happen that way? I was like, man, that's major. Like, if you're just walking down the road and something falls off, that's, I'm ser that's serious. I mean, that's funny. I mean, that's funny, but it's serious. Like, but that is like, I'm like, did that really happen? I was like, man, I was told that. You know, you might have been told that. I was, I was like, man, that really happened. So I was like, I went to the Leprosy Foundation, like, was like serious about this because I was like, man, I don't want to get up there and just try to preach somebody something that ain't even true. But, but it was wild. It was even more so when I read about what really happens with this disease that I was like, man, there's even more here. It's more tragic than what we think because what happens is there is a bacteria that gets into the body and what happens with this bacteria it will make the limbs of your body it will make the digits it will make them numb to where you don't feel pain and what happens is they will hit it they will they will hurt themselves cut themselves hit that and again you got to think about what was going on in this time again they don't have all the luxuries and all the showers and all the cars and everything we have and all the medicines it wasn't like that then they so what would happen is the bacteria that would get in them it would make those digits numb and so what they would do is when life was happening where well, we have enough kind of maybe sense sometimes where we hit something or touch something we know it hurts and pull back 
they would just go right in. And what happens in relationships in our life, the same thing can happen. We don't even realize there are areas in our life that we've become numb to. And what happens because we become numb to those things, we go into relationships and we bump up to things. We hit stuff. We don't even know the damage that it's doing to us and the person that we're hitting. And we don't realize how important this is. So, But what would happen is this bacteria would come in. It would make those nerves numb. And so they would hit up. And so what happens is now they're disfigured. They're dismembered. And so now what would happen is because of this disease, now they look a certain way. They have these things in their life that, man, if somebody can look at them and say, man, I know what they have. You ever looked at somebody's life and said, man, I know what they've been through. You ever looked in the mirror? Say, man, I can I see what they've been through. It's all over their face. And, and you're like, man, how do I get past this? Because, like, man, every time I looked there, I was I was hoping this time, like, you ever like, man, I, I you know, sometimes like I have a like in my, my wife gives me a hard time about this, but I have a uh, like a visor that I turn put, turn down in my truck has a mirror on it, and so sometimes I'll, I flip it down at a, at a red light and I'll look and see like, man, is my beard still as gray as it was a while ago? Amen. I'm like, man, I'm getting old, dude, and I'm like, flip it up and I look back down, I said, ain't nothing changed. You know what happens? We look at things in our life and we go back and look at that mirror and we look at ourselves and we say, man, I can see all the stuff. I can see all the wounds. I can see all the pain. I can see all the hurt. And man, but you're like, man, I had an encounter with God. Why? This is huge because we see something again in the one that's different than the nine. Now, again, a lot of standouts here. What's pretty cool is, like, again, we see something. Here's a principle that we need to understand that not all healings are instant. It's wild because you see something in this story. You see different than some of the others. He's like, man, go your way. Go do this. Go show yourself to them. And as they're going, man, it's like, man, they're on their way. So, like, man, I think sometimes, man, God will just show up and bless you and do things because you're just walking in obedience, just doing what he said, going the direction he told you to go. And so, man, as they went there, boom, healed. Not instantly in front of him. Jesus didn't get to see it, but Jesus knew what was going to happen. He knew he wasn't. He was like, yeah, I knew this was going to take place. And so, again, we see that obedience is huge. Another important thing, again, I think it can happen a lot of times in the shift that we kind of enter into when it comes to healings and those things. Is like, man, he actually tells them, go show yourselves to the priests. Like these guys in that day, they were like kind of be the physicians in, in a lot of ways of what we would see today in the Dodgers because they would be the one who would look at approval. They were the one who would look and say, yeah, they were, they were healed. Now, they had this, but now they're healed. I'm like, man, that is, that's wild to think about. So, again, we're not anti-doctors around here. I don't like them. Hey, man, I don't like to go, but we're not anti. And so, again, this, this is pretty neat that we, we see something here, how this happens. But what I love in the, is this, that, man, as they just walk in obedience, God does a healing in their life. And, and it's cool because, listen, all of them healed. All ten. And so that tells me something. That shows me that this is what God wants to do. He wants to heal all of us. There's like not one person. Don't think for a moment, well, he didn't choose me. 
He doesn't want me. He doesn't want to do that in my life. I'm not good enough. Listen, I'm not. No, listen. All the brokenness, all the nerve damage, all the numbness, all the struggle, all the pain, all of those things, God wants to heal all. Now, I, it was cool because I began to, in my mind, it just kind of just goes places and, and I had to kind of pull it back. But as I was reading this, I thought about this, Mike, that man, those guys, they were only now around to be around those other nine people. Those other 10, like, wait a minute. Healed? And I believe this is what happened. I believe they ran into relationships that they once had. I don't know. It, it might have been possible that one of them were in, was engaged. And because of what happened in their life, they had to pull back. And maybe they're like, man, I'm going to go find her again. Come on, I'm going to show her, man. That, that, I mean, maybe like for the first time in years. We don't know this. Maybe for the first time, a mom held her son. And like, man, I, was, I wasn't able to do this before, but now I can hold you. I can love you. Man, this is amazing. Now, again, so I don't just like discredit the guys now doing this because, man, I believe there was a hunger for them to have relationship. There was a hunger for them to be in a community that maybe was even above those that not just, again, like them with injury, with struggle, with pain, but for something more. But again, this is what happened. They ran into those relationships without, first of all, running into the relationship that mattered most. Oh, man, they ran into that relationship. They were like, man, I'm coming back home, mama. I'm coming back. I'm ready now. I'm, I'm healed. But there was a difference. Again, I don't know it. I don't know exactly all that took place. I don't know the, the, the vast difference, but man, we see something here that man, the sores that were there, like they dried up. They were healed. They no longer had them. And again, I don't know again if the scars were still there. I don't know if like they were still missing, missing digits. I don't know. Probably because there was a difference. There was a difference in the nine and, and the one. Now, what did the one do? Because, listen, you know, and you know he had just as much desire to go find relationship and family and community, go back, have a life again. You know he wanted that just as much as the others. I don't believe like he was like something like, well, he's just a little bit different and he was just the one that was showing. No, no, listen, I believe he understood he wanted all of those things too, but he recognized something. When he looked down and saw, man, God healed me, he's like, man, I'm going back to the one who healed me. I've watched people get healed. I've seen it happen. I've made the mistake myself of God doing something in my life. And instead of running back to the one who healed me, man, kind of going my way. One of the biggest tragedies we can do is forget about God when he was the one who came in and healed us to begin with. Forget about, man, the one who did this for us, but I love what this guy does. This is what the scripture says, man, that he came back to him. He came back to Jesus. He begins to fall before him. He comes before him, falls before him on his knees, comes before Jesus, and he begins to cry out, God, I thank you. I thank you for what you've done in my life. I thank you that you healed me. I thank you that you did this in my life. I don't deserve this healing, but God, I thank you that you did it for me. Oh, man, get a picture of this in your mind, how beautiful that that moment was when Jesus saw him the last time he saw him he had leprosy this time he sees him he's healed 
But God doesn't just want to stop with healing you. Because <laughs> for so many times, like, man, healing, that's the goal, right? That's the prize. Woo, healed. But it wasn't the prize for Jesus because Jesus knew there was something more. Jesus wanted to do something in this guy's life. He wanted to do something and, and do something and transform him in such a way. He didn't want to just heal him. And I'm like, always thought, man, like, man, this is amazing because, you know, you read scripture like he went around, going around and healing all of them. And I'm like, okay, now I'm seeing a connection happen because, man, he does this. He can heal. He can do all these things. But we, we see a difference here. We see someone's life who recognizes what Jesus does for them, even though they don't deserve it, recognize the one who did it, and then turn around, go back, and lay before the one who gave them the miracle to begin with. That's worship. That's worship. We push it around here a lot, man. This is a worship in church. We have the most anointed, gifted, and called worship team of any team. Listen, I, I would put them up against, again, any team. But again, they don't just have a talent. They have a heart for worship. Listen, they get in here. Listen, if you know this, and if you appreciate your worship, let them know you love them right now. Would you do that? They're gifted, man. I'm telling you. But listen, it's beyond that. There's a lot of gifted people who don't worship who play on stages that don't worship, who play instruments and have calls, but we see something here happen. Man, listen, what worship does for us when we enter into it with Christ, it doesn't just do this. It doesn't just bring a healing. We're coming in to celebrate the healing, but what it does is it makes us whole. Because, I, again, it's wild because I, I believe it's amazing that what we see here, again, we don't know all that took place, but by, I don't know if it was, like, amazing. Think about it for a moment, that as this guy came and bowed before the Lord, I mean, it was just as it is, he was just in that moment of worshiping the Lord. Like, maybe, I don't know, fingers growing back. Think about I don't know if he was missing a foot or missing part of that, and then it, like, growing back. And it was like, wait a minute, I can, I can, I'm getting made whole. I'm getting not just, wait a minute, I'm healed. I don't have leprosy anymore. But man, he's restoring back the things that were taken from me. He's giving back what had been stolen from me, what the enemy had removed from me. I'm getting it all back. And God put this on my heart. If you run into the relationship without first of all running to Christ and being made whole by him, you're bringing back, you're bringing back scars and damage and numbness. You're still bringing those things back into that relationship that God wants to remove from you. And it's amazing because this is what he does, this word here. Again, we see restoration happening. And like when we connected with this, and, and God, he, he leaped something in my heart during the wise series on deliverance. And like, man, something connected, and he began to do this in hearts and lives in this church, begin to set people free from stuff. And he began to bring deliverance to them. And listen, letting people know that you don't have to carry that the whole the rest of your life. You don't have to have that. And so, again, this is what we're seeing happen. What they're doing, they're being made whole. This is amazing because, like, in Romans chapter 10, we, we see this. It says in verse 13, For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, man. So, like, this is the word. This is the same word, sozo, that we see here. This, this, this making whole, this, this being fully, completely delivered. This is the meaning of it in the Greek. It, it means to be saved, healed, and delivered, to be made whole all at once. 
We see it about 110 times in the New Testament. So Jesus is like all about this. He's not like, this is this one make it. No, like, he's all about this. This is what he wants. But this is not what everybody experiences. This is not what everybody encounters. And this happens when we do this, when we come back to the one who gave us victory. We come back to the one who again heals us and changes our life and we live a lifestyle of worship to him and he makes us and delivers us and makes us whole. And the question becomes today, again, this is a lot of questions today because only you have the answer. Are we willing to bow before him? Are we willing to follow him? Are we willing to, listen, lay our life down? Like, and I love this about this guy. I think he went back into relationships and those relationships, man, he went back into because he was whole. Flourished. Uh, man, God did things in my life. Man, that is amazing. That is wild. I, I, I remember last time I saw you, you were limping because you were missing a foot. Oh, man, look at you now. You've been made whole. There are a lot of ministries out here, and, and I love them. I, I stand behind it. There are a lot of like focal ministries on what we see here happening in this scripture called be, being made whole, like fully whole, like completely. So-so is the word. There's some ministries out there, and I would encourage you to get connected if you need to go deeper in some of those areas, and I don't think there's anything wrong with us, again, being real and being honest. Again, make sure those ministries are biblical. Make sure they're connected to kingdom, and again, there are a lot of people trying to take that and use that. Be very careful about some of those things, but again, what God wants to do in us is to make us whole. That's, his, that's what he wants, his desire. And so I have, I have some questions. If you're following along, these are on the screen as well as, well as in your, your YouVersion app. I, I, this is what it says here. Uh, this is questions I pulled straight from the Sozo ministry. Again, didn't ask these, make them up, but they're important. I was like, man, this is huge in this because what we see happen in this guy, fully whole, that was also an inner healing that happened in his life. So again, it's one thing, again, just to be made whole on the outside, but if you're not whole and you're right, not right on the inside... Something's always missing. Here's a few questions, and, and in just a moment, we're going to be honest and just answer them before the Lord, and, and I believe he's going to do this this morning. If we're honest and we come before him, he's going to make people whole today. Believe it, but this is some of the questions. First one is this. Are there any lies that you're believing? Are there any lies today that the enemy is speaking to you that you've kind of taken root and grabbed hold of and like, man, just believe the lie? Listen, if it goes against God's word, it is a lie. If it goes against what God said about you, it is a lie. If it goes against what the Holy Spirit said. So are there any lies today that you're believing? Are there any wounds that need healing? Ooh. Are there any wounds that need healing? Like, I mean, like, you know, God's going to work in your life. And, man, you know the deep down the wholeness has had not happened yet, the, the inner thing yet. There's still some situations. There's still some areas that you're struggling. Like, man, you're, you're doing okay on the outside. And they look at you. Some of them may see it and be like, yeah, I see it all over you. Some of them may think, man, I, I'm good. Nobody really sees this. And you think you're okay. But listen, are there some things missing today that God wants to heal? Some old wounds, some past hurts. This is also, again, huge. This is how it can happen. Are there people that you need to forgive? Man, are there people that you need to forgive? If you're holding stuff today, if you're like, if, if you're holding on to those things, and when we're talking about relationships and getting healing from those brokenness in our life, Listen, when you're holding bitterness and unforgiveness towards them, 
Again, it doesn't mean, again, that you just allow them to just do it over and over to you again. That doesn't mean that. That's not what forgiveness is. But you're doing this. You're saying, listen, no longer will I let that thing control me. Is there anyone today that you need to forgive? Fourthly, are there any unhealthy relational or generational ties? Man, I've seen this so often because of situations, because of relationships that have been entered into, because of what has taken place. Because of people not being made whole. Two broken people coming together. You get brokenness. Oh, man. And is there today anything, listen, that you need to be today just kind of even in, in some way look, get, get deliverance from, like generational things. And as a worship team comes, I'm talking about like generational stuff, like strongholds that have gotten passed down and things that have happened, what you've seen in the home, what you've witnessed and what you've seen take place. Like, man, like you're saying that's affecting me right now. Do you need to be healed from that, set free? Do you need to be made whole? And fifthly and finally, and you can never overlook this, are there any sins you need to renounce? <laughs> are there any sins that you need to renounce? I'm going to ask you to stand. And I want to ask you this question today. And I beg you, and I plead with you to be honest this morning. How are you? Really? How are you? Really? Not the answer you think I want to hear. Not the answer that you say to make yourself feel better. Now the answer they like you kind of throw out there because you don't want to face how you really feel. And we're getting real with this stuff because it's what God wants to heal and make whole today. And there's and, and this is what's I'm, it's amazing to me. I'm telling you when I when I even just think about it, it wrecks my heart. I just I begin to weep and think about it. Like we have families around here and we have couples. Like there's been like major stuff happen. Like serious things go down in their marriage. And they, they'll get up here and they'll share it. They'll, they'll, they'll share it in small groups and they'll, they'll share it in community. And I love it because of something. People will look at them and they'll say, I had no idea. I would have never known. We've seen it like where people have been like addicted to like major drugs affect their body, how they look, what it does. Like, I mean, just again, the things that stuff can happen to us. And they'll get up here and share what happened, and people was like, I had no idea. I would have never known. You know what God wants for you? He wants to make you whole. And he wants to bring healing to your marriage and your family and your relationships and you so that when you look in the mirror, you're not seeing all that you've been through. You're seeing all that Christ did for you. You're seeing all that he purchased for you. You're seeing as someone who's like, man, that used to be numb. You had a heart that was once so numb. I can feel again. 
Some have been hurt by the church and wounded so hard. And you've brought that into the next church. And man, and what happens a lot of times, listen, like you're numb and so you go through it, bouncing through stuff, getting injured again, getting wounded again, getting hurt again. And then you walk out and you say, man, this is just like the last one. God wants to heal you and make you whole. This is my question. How are you? Really? As a worship team minister today, if there's any area today that you're saying, man, I'm thankful for God healing me and I want to bow before him in worship and I want to experience the wholeness that he brings today. I want to invite you to do this. I want to invite you to come because listen, God doesn't want you to stop with that first step. He wants you to come and receive the fullness and the wholeness that Christ brings. And it's only through him. It's only through him. And so listen, you can be like the norm. You can be like the nine. Or you can be the one today. You can be the one today. And so listen, I invite you right now as the worship team begins to minister. Right now, listen, if you want to experience the wholeness of God, the fullness of God, or you just want to simply just come before him and give him thanks and worship and praise, I invite you right now. We have worship team. We have a prayer team. We have people that will minister to you, for you. So listen, don't miss what God wants to do in your life. There's young, there's young folks, there's men, there's young ladies. You listen, you need to step back. Don't miss this. God wants to make you whole. Most to make you whole. He wants to restore today every area of your life. So as the worship team ministers, prayer team ministers right now flows, just begin to move. Thank you for your obedience. Your obedience releases a wholeness in a life in your life. Thank you for it, God. Yeah, thank you for it, Jesus. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.